side of Commissioner. Top Billing is on the charge now. He's up into third with a three-wide run, but it's still General A-Rod and Wildcat Red turning for home together, and Top Billing is sent after them. They're into the stretch. Wildcat Red digs in. General A-Rod, Top Billing's got work to do. Final 16th, Wildcat Red, General A-Rod, Top Billing coming, but too late. Here's the wire. It is going to be a head-bobbing finish, and it's close. Wildcat Red or General A-Rod? They were on the wire together in the Fountain of Youth. And then it was top billing, and East Hall was fourth. Chasing the Triple Crown. 22nd podcast. 68 days until the Kentucky Derby. It's almost two months. Almost two months. This is Howard Dinette, CEO of Angolite Media. Max Dinette is editor-in-chief of Angolite Media. He's also the host of Beers, Beards, and Bastards, a comedic look at craft beer. Yeah, 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 yeah. So a couple of big races yesterday. Both had huge fields. Uh, the Fountain of Youth had 12 horses, and the Risen Star had a field, 14 horses in the field. Learning the the importance of a post position, I'll tell you. There were some good horses. Top billing and uh, Vickers in trouble were way out wide, and I think they kind of paid the price on that. But anyhow, so we're in the... 50 the 50 point races are in full swing wildcat red ran a very resilient barn burner of a race yesterday um i i I like i have liked wildcat red we've talked about him before on the show i did the triple threat yesterday which is cashed exacta trifecta and win money on wildcat red uh general a rod and top at billing to get i got the triple threat I, I i called it so that that was that was great i won some money yesterday and then uh todd pletcher is back in the chase for the triple crown with a, a gritty intense holiday in the risen star so we'll come back to those races but change is in the wind. The leaderboard for the chase for the Triple Crown is completely Ooh. changed. You have to go through and see what's up. So that's a noteworthy event. There you go. Um, see if you like that. Beer me. It smells it smells pretty good. Single chair. Okay. Vermont Magic Hat Brewing Company. There you go. The first one's free. <laughs> Let's go on to a little news. Wildcat Red claws out winning closet out winning the fountain of youth and it was a a battle the whole way whole way around with um general a rod it was a really good race the last time they did that general a rod won but and actually wildcat red went i mean he's he's got some speed he went right to the top and uh general a rod followed um so it, it was a good race they were on top but pretty quick quick fractions uh, let's see. Intense holiday just by a nose in the Risen Star. And he, he, he came storming down the stretch, and uh, he, he clipped Albano, who, who led all the way around in the Risen Star. So that, that, that was a good one also. Both two great, race, great races yesterday. California Chrome out in California turned in a pretty good work, uh, a 1.11 and 80 under rider Victor Espinoza. 
Uh, we're, we're still waiting for California Chrome to come back and, and get in a race here. I think he's pointing towards the San Felipe Stakes, which is on March 8th at Santa Anita. Uh, let's see, Havana and No, Nay, Never, which is a great name, gearing up for Swale showdown trainer todd pletcher is expecting to take the wraps off of havana and i really liked havana last year mm-hmm. uh and havana really great horse recall has that injury right the crack, no is that who has the cracked who share belief has share belief. the cracked i thought the quarter crack no quarter crack havana um, was hurt too wasn't he no it was no? uh honor code ah, maybe that's what i'm thinking. shim bruises He's he's working again. He's going. He's headed towards the rebel. And here I am trying to contribute, and I'm just screwing it up. <laughs> so that's my okay. mule. <laughs> yeah, where is the mule? Son of Dunkirk he has not raced since finishing a game second in the Breeders' Cup Juvenile at Santa Anita on November second. He's doing well. Todd Pletcher says I plan to breeze him Sunday, and assuming that all goes smoothly, we will we will go in the swale. Meanwhile, Wesley Ward. Eagler awaiting the seasonal debut of No Nay Never. No Nay Never. No Nay Never. I like that name. That's a pretty good name. It's a race I've been pointing for ever since we, he came back, Ward said. He's just been amazing. Everything he's done, he's done it easily. So that's another horse we need to keep our eyeballs on. Nice. Um, uh, did you... When with the uh, horses that you listed last week, uh, some of them did pretty well this yesterday, didn't they? Yeah, Wildcat Red yeah. did did pretty well. So, uh, well. I was actually I'm going to go over that a little bit go, later. Oh, here I am blowing my, up your spot. My, 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 <laughs> I'm not on my game today. I guess I have, this is not. Yeah, we're kind of like kind of spacing I'm out here, spacing out. <laughs> if you do need a little beer, <laughs> give me a beer. <laughs> Making some I'm jumping all over, clowning all over the place. <laughs> Some other comments from Wesley Ward on the whole no, nay, never. Um, it's done so easily. I said that already. This is a little bit of a stretch out to seven furlongs, but certainly as good a horse as he is, mm-hmm. he should be able to handle that off of a comeback. Son of Scat Daddy. I remember Scat Daddy. No, nay, never is perfect in three starts. He broke his maiden on a poly track at Keeneland last April before finding success abroad. What's a poly track? That's the funny stuff that we talked about. Ah, best <laughs> track. And, there, and there's some more comments about Polytracks because there's something very interesting going on with Polytracks. Hmm. So let's go on to rants and raves. So a rave. Kentucky Derby Championship Series began this weekend. That deserves a golf clap. I'm trying to find it here. Where are we at? I'm not, I am unprofessional today. Got it. There we go. Now let's go on to a rant. Are you ready with the... Uh, Our mule. Post 14, Vickers in trouble, in tough for the Risen Star, and it proved to be tough. So uh, Vickers in trouble is a good horse. He ran well down the stretch, but he he ended up in third. So little little rant there. Doug O'Neill, bond holder in the Risen Star was scratched in Mario Morales Capasuapo Casaguapo in the foy they, they both were scratched yesterday so don't know what happened to Bondholder and Casaguapo but they both were scratched I'll give you another one for chewing on Casaguapo <laughs> where's that other effect that you were going to give me <laughs> which one I forget 
Oh, the... Oh, yeah. The record scratch. That's nah, around. I'll find it. So a rave, and, and it, this is a hometown rave, Turf Paradise. Lots of mischief. Much the best in the 75K Turf Paradise Derby. Little golf that's, club. That's cool. There's not... I mean, I, I've been seeing commercials for Golf Paradise... Or Golf Paradise... <laughs> Turf Paradise, jeezy, crazy. Give yourself a mule for that. Golf Paradise. <laughs> this is not my day. Jumping between golf claps and mules. So this is a big rave. Steve Christ, tread wearing thin on synthetic era. I love this announcement. That's good. The announcement last week that Delmar will replace its polytrack racing surface with natural dirt. Hey. Hey hey! For the 2000 or 2015 racing season, may well signal the end of the synthetic track era. Nice in American racing after less than a decade. What's a what's the downside of synthetic? It's just nasty or what? Um, synthetic to me, it really I don't know how to play it. It's not turf. It's not dirt. It's synthetic, so it's really hard to gauge because, like, you'll see horses that do really well on that surface, mm-hmm. and then they run on dirt and they suck wind. So <laughs> they Christmas mule it, so, if you will. <laughs> they do. I mean, so you can't. It's really hard to tell. I don't know. Some horses really love it. Some horses don't like it. But there's not a ton of it. So mm. it, I, I don't know. I think it's an advantage to some horses. Then they run on dirt and they don't run so well. They run mm-hmm. on turf. They don't run so well. I. Th- think it might be a little bit more stable of a surface yeah so but, don't really know what to make of it it's really hard to handicap and when, gotcha. when you have horses that are just running on synthetic it's really tough because you don't know how they're going to handle the dirt yeah cool well that, that'll uh, kind of levels it a little bit yeah so i really like that more that whole yeah. i like that whole getting rid of the synthetic stuff because i i really do not like it do you think that's why they changed it because of the handicapping stuff or do people complain or i think they're, they're that it wasn't kind of i mean they did really it so thing. it was gonna you know save horses from breaking down right. and getting hurt and and i don't think it's been made proven, much of a difference made yeah. that much of a difference so they spent all the like millions yeah. of dollars and it hasn't really made that much of a difference what 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 Okay. So, neat. The old chase for the triple crown standings, and there has what? been. I forgot the golf clap. You're, just, you're behind the eight ball, Maxie. I am. Um, so, I still think Share Belief, if he even runs, I mean, Share Belief, the news on him isn't good. He hasn't worked since January 3rd, so I don't know what's going on, him, going on with him. We talked about California Chrome is working, working nicely, so I think they would be among the leaders, but. The point standings have shift around, shifted around dramatically because the Risen Star and the Fountain of Youth are both 50-pointers. So now we have Intense Holiday, who won the Risen Star with 53, mm. Wildcat Red with 50. You called that one. Yep. Albano with 24. Tapature was another horse I really like a lot mm-hmm. with 22. Vickers in Trouble came in third, but now he's got 20. Mm. General Arod has got one. twenty, and he wasn't even on the leaderboard, for, so he's in six. That's crazy. And Havana, Cairo, Prince, and Undercode all have dropped like seventh, eighth, and ninth. Yeah. And Tamarando, the horse who won the what was the race last week? Can't remember. Um, he he's dropped to tenth. So mm-hmm. some other big news: 
top billing wasn't on the leaderboard, and he came in third in the Fountain of Youth, and I think he he ran pretty well. Mm-hmm. Um, is now twenty first, and Opportunity I think came in fourth in the Risen Star, and he is now twenty seventh. So some some big changes. I mean, the horses that I'm liking now for the Kentucky Derby. Um, Wildcat Red, not sure he's going to stretch out to a mile and a quarter, but he is gritty, tough, and very determined. I mean, he doesn't like horses passing him, so I think he's maturing nicely like his trainer said, so I like him a yeah. lot. Tapature, the Steve uh, Asmussen horse, he, he, Steve called him a handyman, and he's very athletic, and and I like that. I mean, so like the thing, the thing, the thing that you have to look at for this weekend. These races were big because the Risen Star had fourteen. That's a lot of horses. Fourteen horses. Yeah. The Fountain of Youth had uh, twelve. That's a lot of horses. The Derby is going to have twenty. So the crowd isn't as big in these races. In the Derby, the crowd's huge, so there's a lot of crowd noise. But running in bigger packs of horses, I think, only helps some of these horses. Yep, get ready for the getting ready leagues. for the for the big show. Yep. So, pretty interesting first weekend of the Triple Crown series, mm-hmm. the championship series. Starting so to get it's getting heating up. It's heating up. It's heating, and up. not just in Arizona. <laughs> <laughs> yuck! 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 So next race is the Gotham. Batman. The Gotham. On March 1st. The Tampa Bay Derby on March 8th. I will be in Florida, but I won't be going to Tampa Bay. But I'll be betting it. The San Felipe. Felipe, March 8th at Santa Anita. And these are all 50-pointers now. The Rebel, March 15th at Oaklawn Park. I will be there. Awesomeness. Where's Oaklawn? Arkansas. Arkansas. Neat. Yep, so I'm flying to Arkansas, but somebody else wants me to take a trip before that, but don't know if I'm going to do it because I won't have time to fly to Arkansas. <laughs> uh, the Spiral, which is at Turfway Park. Turfway Park, Turfway Park. That's California, I do believe. And then the Sunland Derby is in New Mexico on the 23rd, so oh, the cool. Spiral is on 22nd. So now I think what we're going to do is we're going to play... The Risen Star call. And we'll talk about it afterward. We'll talk about it afterward. Cool. Vickers in trouble at the point of attack. As they turn for home, Vickers in trouble. This sweeping move. Albano cut the corner on the front outside intensity with Gold Hawk. Rise up toward the rail on the front outside commanding curve and opportunity down the center of the track. Into this final fairgrounds furlong. Albano, Vickers in trouble. Intense holiday charging on the outside. Intense Holiday bearing down on Albano. Vickers in trouble third. Intense Holiday. Albano. Photo Intense Holiday. Intense Holiday for Mike Smith with that late thrust right on the wire. And a photo finishing the Risen Star with Albano in 143 and 4 fifth seconds. Before we start, just that ending statement. The <laughs> Sounds like he was like <laughs> holding his breath or something. He just ran out of air. For those of you who are older, he sounded like Ted Baxter. <laughs> yeah. so. That was a whoosh for me. From the Mary Tyler Moore show. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Ted Baxter. This is Ted Baxter. <laughs> Just needed some context. I got you now. Okay. Sorry. 
So the risen star. Oh. Oh. That's the longest laugh track I've ever heard. <laughs> I was going for the laser beam, by the way. Wow. Don't know what happened. <laughs> That's just been the, the, that, the theme. That was a laugh track. It sounded like a herd of elephants running across <laughs> the room. Yeah. It's pretty loud, huh? Yeah. So I'll just keep it in there, whatever. Elbano, I mean, Elbano was ran pretty strong. He was out on the lead. It's tough hanging on when you got some the closers the fractions weren't super fast in the risen star. Um Vickers in trouble made a move, mm-hmm. but I think he was in post fourteen, which is which is tough. That's I mean yeah. you're gonna expend That's you, the cheap seats. <laughs> yeah, you're running from the cheap seats or basically running from the parking lot to yeah. get across the track and you're gonna expend probably two to three extra lengths, I would say. Yeah. So you're you're expending extra energy. Not only like um, he ran out what, and in. Yeah, yeah, he ran well. He has you have to go through traffic. He tra- yeah. you know he was in like stalking or fourth or fifth fifth position. Albano went right to the top. I think Albano was out of the one hole, and then um, intense holiday uh, in the stretch with Mike Smith. I, I was thinking, ah, oh, it doesn't look like he's going to move, but the last sixteenth. <laughs> Mike Smith. He, he he started kicking it up, and Mike Smith was urging him, and he, he mm. got him at the wire by like a nose. Yeah, Mike, so Mike was, Smith is a rascally guy there. Well, Mike <laughs> Smith is a, a good jock, one yeah. of the one of the better older jocks. So I think post position again. I mean, if Vicker and Tru- Vicker's in trouble is in the fourth or fifth hole, yeah. and he stays in the stock, he he has more energy at the end of the race. He might have a little bit left at the end. Mm-hmm. So. I think Vickers in trouble still has a shot if he gets it better. So post position, post position, plays a huge role. Same with top billing and the Fountain of Youth. Top billing though, I think made a bigger move than Vickers in trouble. Kind of was out of gas at the end. Mm-hmm. Top billing in the Fountain of Youth made a pretty big move to get up for third, but Wildcat Red and General A Rod were kind of battling it out, and they were out by th- three or four lengths. So he he made his move kind of late. Yeah, I was gonna say it didn't didn't get up so it's also just starting especially these earlier races you're getting a feel for how early you can open them up and how quick they can get up there and remember a couple of weeks ago we were talking about strategy max and uh, and suge likes to bring his horses up slowly this is the yeah. first big race for top billing so i think he's probably happy with how top billing like did responded. in the race yeah. yeah i mean because you know he was like in the back of the pack, and he, he made a pretty big move down the stretch. Mm-hmm. Not like an honor code move, but it's a very similar move to, like, honor code. He showed some, you know, guts and determination coming mm-hmm. down the stretch. So I um, think it was good. Yeah. So another another note from – Formidable, too. Yeah, another note from Gulfstream. Javier Castellano won six races yesterday at Holy Gulfstream. Cow. That's, like, ridiculous. Yeah, that's a lot of races. So, I mean, the fractions in the Fountain of Youth were pretty quick. Yeah. And the fractions in the Risen Star, not so much. Mm. Interesting. So, I mean, you have to look at – got to look at the races. I think Intense Holiday um, – Pretty strong coming down the, the front stretch. I mean, he was digging in pretty good. So, kind of a sturdy performance, I would say. Nice. So, let's go on to the injuries and delays. Some other. So, that's the importance of post position in both those races. That's huge. And it's also huge in the Kentucky Derby. Because if you get, like, post position 20, 
Yeah. You have to be kind of a special horse. And I think Big Brown, I think Big Brown had the 20th hole when he, in the Kentucky yeah. Derby. And he actually won, but he was, an, he was an exceptional horse, and he probably was juiced up on something. I don't know. <laughs> because he had Dickie Dutrow as his trainer, <laughs> his who, was, little... who, who has since been banned from racing. I think. Yeah. Or he's out of racing for a little bit. So Juicing him up a little. So injuries and delays. Undercoat is back, and he's you know he's I think he's doing well. So he's pointing towards shared belief though. Um, Jerry Hollendorfer, the the Hall of Fame trainer, uh, is shipping shared belief the Golden Gate because he's trying to change something up. The horse hasn't trained, and he's got that quarter crack on his hoof. Yeah. Um, since January third. So <clears throat> here we are. I I don't think shared belief is going to make the Kentucky Derby, which is sad because yeah. he's a good, he's a Ridgling. Or a gelding, and I don't know if he's going to make the show. I don't. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to make the Kentucky Derby win. I, I would have considered him probably one of the top. So you might, we might be looking at like a will take charge kind of thing, hmm. where he shows up in the second half of the season and just smokes everybody. I, I don't know. That's rough, especially being a gelding and being injured already. It's like there's not much more yeah. else to do. Yeah, what, are you, like... what, what are you going to do? Yeah, what are you saying, Max? <laughs> That's just that sucks. It does. It's it's, it's like you know because I, I'm there has to be a lot a lot of consideration put into gelding a horse or not. Yeah, I think and I think one of the things that it does it settles settles them, down them yeah. a little bit. But I mean, it's also like you're out, you're taking that risk so they can't be put out or anything. Yeah, and he's so. a he's a tough. Fast, yeah, and horse. it's you got to have that good. And if it's better not to push the injury, though, it's like you don't want to get the, the animal hurt because you're pushing it too hard or something. So it's just that's a tough. He he's one of those horses that I mean, a lot of times I'm, I watch horses, and if like Tapature is very athletic, and he has, I mean, you have to look at how much energy a horse has at the end of a race, and if they're coming running down like charge and it doesn't look like they're hardly even running or not being urged like wildcat red yesterday mm-hmm. with uh luis saez on his back he was urging him he was whipping the crap out of him coming yeah. down the home stretch so i don't know if he was tired he probably was tired because he led the whole way so that's the problem with early speed Leaders, and late yeah. speed is you're and but he was he was tough resilient mm-hmm. i mean so but like share belief i don't think they that um, a whip was ever raised that last race that he ran. He mm-hmm. he went away by like seven. So I mean, so I mean, it's just like this whole. I look for horses that are athletic. They're tough. They have you know they're in form and generally can you know are going away. Mm-hmm. So I mean that's what I mean. Of course, everybody looks for that. Yeah. But I I like to read. One of the things I I think the reason I was on Wildcat Red is remember a couple of weeks ago we read about. Um, we read about him, and you know he switched. They switched tra- uh, switched jockeys to mm-hmm. Luis Saez, Jose Garofalo switched back to um, Luis Saez. Or, or switched to Luis Saez. So, I mean, it was a good move. Mm-hmm. I think it was a good benefited move. the horse. And then the, two weeks ago, we said that Wildcat Red is maturing nicely, so he's getting yeah. You so know, so he, I mean, so of, I, you look at those things when you read about what the trainer, what the yeah. jockey, the, and and Luis Saez is a, is a brilliant young upstart jockey, mm-hmm. highly talented, and I think it was a good move. Yeah. I mean, so is this doing, doing and then the uh, you know, so other recaps from last week. So we'll just hit the recaps. 
we talked about Rise Up, and actually I bet Rise Up in the Risen Star, and he ended up being seventh, which sucks, quite honestly. Yeah. Um, but he was up in the front of the pack, and he, he died towards the end, and Intense Holiday went away to win that. So yesterday I had Rise Up in the Risen Star, didn't do a thing, so I, I lost money. So I won on the, the Fountain of Youth, and I lost in the, the, the Risen Star. But that, yeah. that's okay. That's that's how it goes. Yep. Um, top billing. We talked a little bit top, about top billing, and uh, he was out of the twelfth hole. And I think if you if he was inside of like seven, I think he he could potentially win that race. Mm-hmm. But Suge brings him up slow. You got to love Suge. So I think he's in pretty good, uh, pretty good spot. And then we talked a little bit about share belief last week. I think he is iffy at best for the Kentucky Derby, yeah. or he probably is not going to make it. Which we said sucks. And I remember Jerry Hollander for saying that. The Kentucky Derby has been cruel to him. <laughs> yeah. But he has Tamarando. Yeah. So Tamarando is more likely for the Derby. And he, he's a nice horse. I don't think he's as good as Share Belief, though. Mm. So. Time will uh, tell. Yeah. Other horses to watch. Candy Boy. We talked a little bit about him. Gary Stevens say, saying that he's a talented horse and his pick for the Derby. The commissioner, we talked about him last week. It's Todd Pletcher, Pletcher horse, so I don't know what Todd's going to do with him now. He finished sixth. There was a lot of hype around that horse. Top billing finished third, so he kind of lived up to his hype mm-hmm. um, in the Fountain of Youth. Um, I, I'd still say that another horse to watch is Con- Conquest Titan. I saw this little thing on YouTube where this 14-year-old said there's some similarities between Mind That Bird a Kentucky Derby winner of a few years ago maybe yeah. 2009 time frame and conquest titan so huh. there's like it was pretty it was it was uh enlightening to watch it hmm. and he and he said all this there's a lot of similarities between mind that bird and wait like a 14 year old kid said yeah That's yeah cool. he had a youtube video on should it reach out to him on, on conquest we should we should get him on the show that'd be funny um so yeah, and we talked about um, Rise Up running like a sizzling bullet workout, and he finishes seventh in the Risen Star. So, hey, that's horse racing. I, I think he expended too much money or too much money. <laughs> there you go. There's a jackass comment right there. Yeah. Too much energy up front and just kind of spit the bed at the it's, end. It's so. the goofball cast. There, there you go. So, Wesley Ward's, I think, is another horse's. Uh, no, nay, never in the swale next weekend. So that we'll be talking about the swale next weekend. Swale. And then Havana. Havana. Is, I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing Havana. He was incredibly strong. I think he is still a – I mean, if he comes back to form the way he ran, was running last year, mm. he's going to be tough. So mm. that's another Pletcher horse. So Pletcher now has Commissioner, Havana, and Intense Holiday. So – and he he, he – Nominated, I think somebody I heard somebody say eighty. I think it was more like forty-five horses for the Kentucky Derby. Yeah, so That's crazy. I think that is it. There was some other news I was reading here too. So it looks like Intense Holiday and Albano are going to go to the Louisiana Derby next, which is cool. Mm. That's not um, is that that's not really on the docket, is it? It's not a stakes yeah, or is it? Yeah, it is. It's a oh. hundred. It's a hundred pointer. Oh, that's okay. like the that's Florida a Derby. Down, a Florida Derby. No, it's not too far away. <laughs> um, 
And Pletcher's got a bunch of horses running in the Gotham also. Gotham. I think uh, Master Lightning. Remember Master Lightning? We've heard of Vaguely, him a, yeah. a while ago. You like this name. Um, he's running in that. There's a few other ones running in that. So, hmm. trying to see here. That's about it, I think, Max. Okay. We can, we can shut it down and do our plugs and call her a do day. Do the plugs, and if I come up with something else. <laughs> okay. Well, you can find this show, which is the goofiest one yet, and all of our shows on com. You can also listen to it on iTunes or SoundCloud. Uh, you can give us a follow on Twitter at Anglelight Media and like us on Facebook. And I believe that would be it. That would be it. It's a wrap.